Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. I am your host, the Contagiously Positive Girl, Lori Ann Sheldrick. I believe that happiness is not inherited, it is created, and you, we, me, are the only ones who can create it. It starts from within, because when we focus on our inner world, it makes it so much easier to tone down the negativity from the outer world. And if we don't make a conscious effort to bring happiness into our life, we will be pulled into the negative vortex. So in this podcast, every single week, we are going to be talking about all the things and taking on life challenges to help you making upping your happiness game a daily ritual and truly embrace unleashing the inner contagiously positive that's within. Creating and living a life that you love doesn't happen by accident. It happens by making the health and happiness of your mind, body, heart, and soul a priority. So get cozy and let's begin. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have a special podcast for you today. I have been working through some stuff for the past week, and it has been taking me on an emotional roller coaster. And I'm still in it, like right in it. And I was a little bit worried about doing this podcast and talking about it while I'm so deeply ingrained in it and still feeling raw and feeling the emotions. But I thought it was really important because I made a deal with all of you. I said we were going to have much more meaningful conversations and that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I am working through it. I'm feeling it so that I can heal it and and move on from it. And I'm going to take you on that journey with me. So first of all, I just need to say, um, because I'm going through this experience with someone else, I want to respect their privacy. So I'm not going to get into the full details about it, but I will give you the emotions that I'm feeling and I will give you some examples um, to help you through it as well if you're going through something similar. But um, I do want to protect this person's, um, just their privacy, because I think that's really important. I'm telling my story, and it's not my job to tell their story. It is their job to tell their story. So here we go. Um, I'm going to be talking about a few things today. Number one, I'm going to be talking about being okay with being okay, and I'm also going to talk about having meaningful conversations and talking about things that you need to talk about. And really in relationships, whether it is a romantic relationship or a friendship or it's family, why it's so important to share what you need and how you need to be supported and how you're feeling and how someone's actions are affecting you. So first of all, you might... um, notice sometimes in this podcast I'm going to be struggling a little bit sometimes finding the right words because I'm still in it and I'm still feeling it and I also um the emotional stress this caused me came all to the surface yesterday and I couldn't sleep so I have not gone to bed yet and it is Sunday at 3 30 p.m as I record this and I still have not gone to bed yet 
So I'm really actually in a good place right now to be able to talk about this because I've just accepted that it's okay to not be okay. And yesterday I did a post and I said, who do you trust enough to say I'm not doing so well? And obviously this post came from within because I wasn't talking to anybody about what was going on with me emotionally with this specific situation. And also I was really struggling with saying I'm not doing so well because all of the other areas of my life were amazing. Everything else was flowing. It was just that this thing that I needed to talk about um, with someone that I have a relationship with, it was because I kept stuffing it down and I kept ignoring it and I kept like faking it till you make it kind of deal. Um, what was happening was, is it was making me feel like I couldn't acknowledge it like it wasn't okay to say I'm not okay because I had all of these great things in my life but what also was happening was stuffing it down was making it have a domino effect and it was starting to affect the other areas of my life so that's my first question to you if you're not okay right now if you're struggling with something if you're feeling depressed if you're feeling impatient if you're feeling alone if you're feeling sad if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling angry, if you're just feeling like your emotions are this wave of just ups and downs, like a current in and out, and you can't understand why, all of that is okay. It takes such enormous strength and courage to say, I'm not okay. And I have to be honest with you, along with myself, I've been hearing from so many people that January just wasn't their month. January wasn't a great month. Now, January was a great month for me in all areas of my life. And I just want to be clear that what was happening was there was something happening in one of my relationships that I wasn't dealing with and I wasn't talking about and I wasn't processing and it started to have a domino effect on my other life on the other parts of my life emotionally and I see this happen all the time with people it's like if they don't feel fulfilled in their career but they just keep going to that job day in and day out and day in and day out and just the stress of it and the anxiety of it starts to take over it starts to affect the relationship and then as it starts to affect the relationship their relationship you know starts to weaken and then it starts to they get really stressed about that and then their health starts to suffer and then as their health starts to decline then their happiness levels decline and it just goes on and on and on from there it all has a domino effect which is why it's so important to feel all the feelings and to just say I'm not doing so well so why I think this comes up so heavily in January and early February is that we have these really high expectations especially when a new year begins so the moment that clock strikes midnight we have all of these expectations. We want this next year to be great. We want this new year to be amazing. We have set some massive goals for ourselves and we have all of these intentions for what we want to do and what we want to have 
in 365 days and we want it to all come um, all at once. But what happens is, is all of this, all of these goals and all of these intentions and all of these high expectations can feel like a lot of pressure. And when we start to feel that pressure cooker, we feel impatient. And the impatience comes because it's not happening fast enough. And when it's not happening fast enough and we feel like we start to believe that it's never going to happen and if it's not happening yet, it's never going to happen and then we begin to feel frustrated and we begin to feel alone and we begin to feel like we're not good enough and we begin to feel angry and sad or lost. We just begin to feel all of these negative emotions. Now, there's nothing wrong with having negative emotions. But what happens is, is we act on those negative emotions, we take action from that place, and usually the actions that we take don't support us, or we don't take actions that support us because we are, we have taken up permanent residence in Negativeville, and we do just that. We take up permanent residence in Negativeville. So I wanted to really do this podcast from this place where um, I'm still a little raw, But I just want you to know that I want to give you hope. If you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling angry, if you're feeling sad or you're feeling lost, you're not alone. I kind of need to take a deep breath in there because that just wells up so many emotions for me. Almost as though I can feel them coming from you. And I also want to let you know that There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. Everything you're feeling, you're feeling because you need to go through something. Everything you're feeling, you're feeling because it's your feelings, period. You are good enough and I promise you, I I really hope that today I'm going to give you some steps that will give you the hope that you will get through this, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, that there is a solution to the problem and, and most importantly that you're not alone. And that it's okay to not always be okay. And that's a very new perspective for me because I'm really hard on myself about negative emotions. I really struggle with wanting to be a perfect little girl, perfect little girl. You know, even though I'm 40, I want to be a perfect little girl. And what happens is, when I get caught up in the, well, I'm just going to fake it until I make it. Usually what happens is I start to really lose focus on what's real, on what really makes me happy, on what I really need to feel, and on what I really want to do and have and be, and how I want to show up in the world. So the moment I stopped being so hard on myself about how I was feeling, And this didn't come until like four in the morning last night. I was just like, you know what? I reacted in a, in a negative way. I wish I didn't react in a negative way, but my feelings are still justified. I wish I hadn't have acted from my feelings, but my feelings were still justified. I shouldn't say I wish I wouldn't have acted from my feelings. I wish I would have paused for a moment and acted in a different way, in a way that really had an impact and became and made it very clear as to what I was really feeling. But as soon as I just said, you know what, 
okay, I need to forgive myself. I need to forgive myself. I need to not worry what anybody else thinks. And as soon as I did that, I started to feel better and I could feel myself relax. And I think we really need to give ourselves permission to feel the way we want to feel and most importantly, to feel the way we need to feel. And we need to give ourselves permission to feel the way we want to feel so that it can have a massive impact on the rest of our life. And so that we can kind of change the domino effect to work for us instead of against us. But we need to take off the mask. So instead of wearing a mask and pretending that everything is perfect or getting down on ourselves for complaining because we have so much in our lives to be grateful for, just get real. Get real. Get honest. Go within and see it for what it is. It's a funk. It's a moment. It's a it's a bump in the road. It's a moment in time. It's it's a feeling. It's an emotion. It's, you know, as my coach Jessica Dolphin says, shit's happening so shift can happen and I find for me because I really had this clarity um, this morning was when we know what we don't want we become very clear about what we do want and instead of trying to fix what's wrong we begin to shift our perception and add little positive actions throughout the day that supports us and what this does is it trains our brains to be in solution mode, knowing that it will work out eventually, even if it hasn't worked out yet, even if we don't know how yet, we just, we trust that it will. And instead of being stuck in the obstacle mode, we believe that there is a way. We believe that there is a way. Because obstacle mode is believing that this is it and we're done trying. And solution mode is I don't know how I'm gonna get out of this yet but I'm gonna figure it out everything is always working out for you let this be your mantra everything is always working out for me and the more I got connected with what I was feeling and the more I reached out and the more I talked about it the better I started to feel so at the beginning I said who do you trust enough to say I'm not doing so well so I did that I reached out and I was like I need you I need you I I don't know how I'm gonna get through this my heart is aching my heart is breaking I don't know how I'm gonna get through this I need your help and the moment I said that this like feeling of peace just came over me and I was able to communicate in a way what I was feeling I was able to let it out and I was able to really just get clear about what I was so upset about but I had to go through all the roller coaster of emotions and then once I got went through and I really paid attention to what was really upsetting me, what was really bothering me, what I really needed to discuss with this person, um, I was able to shift aside all of the anger and see both sides of the spectrum. So it didn't just become, well, I'm right and this person's wrong. It became our values aren't aligned. Our values aren't aligned. We both believe we're right and our values aren't aligned. Now, how can we come back to aligning our values? And also had to make, had to get very real about myself about 
what I would do if our values never aligned again. Because what do you do in a relationship when your values don't align and you're just not on the same path anymore? This happens so often with friendships. This happens so often in romantic relationships. This happens in all relationships. So what I recommend for this is really step one is being okay with not being okay. Step two is allowing yourself to feel all of the emotions. And what I recommend during this phase is if you find yourself really spiraling, if you find yourself really frustrated and just like not able to bring yourself back to a place of calmness, talk to someone. Like pick that person that you trust enough that you can open up to. Because by doing that, um, especially when it's someone who you know will help you process it and you know that as soon as you talk about it you'll be able to process it you can really get to the other side of that feeling much faster figuring out what is at the root here and then what you want to do next if it involves someone else and even if it in, if it's just you but in this case um, there was another party involved and I needed to explain to this person that their actions were causing me pain, were hurting me. Pain is such a strong word. Their actions were hurting me, were disappointing me. Um, I had them the, the meaningful conversation. And having a meaningful conversation about what you need often brings up defensiveness in another person. And the moment that we are now on the defense we kind of stop the conversation in its tracks because number one, we make it a really unsafe space to share our feelings and we are defending why we feel the way we want to feel, trying to pull out any example that we can to defend ourselves, to defend that we are right. And what I don't like about this is there's no resolution from this place because both of you are right. In, in any situation where you both believe that you're right, you are both right. So you need to be able to see it from each other's perspective. And here's what I've learned in the past 24 hours. I know this is a brand new lesson, so I'm really thrilled to be processing this with you as I just talk. It's really essential for the growth of your relationship and for the growth of yourself and to heal and to feel all that you need to feel and heal all that you need to heal and to grow in your relationship and to grow within yourself to have the conversation, even at the risk of having an argument. Because what happens is, as you build up this conversation muscle, if you will, you begin to become more open and honest and you learn how to ask for what you want or talk about what's not working without those de defensive barriers coming up and overtaking the whole conversation. But this isn't going to happen overnight. And I could feel myself shift and shift and shift and shift and shift as I'm having the conversations. And I'm going to continue to shift because I need to continue to have these conversations. And it takes time and it takes practice. And of course, it takes talking. It takes talking. And it's, and it's 
it's a work in progress. And for me, what's really, what was really getting in my way was I wanted my feelings to be validated. I wanted to be right. I wanted to be right. And I wanted the other person to be wrong. But what was happening here was nothing was getting resolved because we both thought that we were right. We both felt that our feelings were correct and they both were. And I was, I was avoiding this conversation for so long. And then what happened was like everything pressure cooker builds and I had an emotional moment and I blew up. And in the heat of that moment, I blew up and I acted on my feelings and I said things that I didn't that I wouldn't have said had I not acted from this place. And that just made the situation worse. And by doing that, I wasn't expressing what the root of the issue was, what was really bothering me. And because I was skirting around the issue for so long and I wasn't being honest and I was being passive aggressive because I was like, well, this person should know how I feel. How can they not see what they're doing? We ended up having an argument that could have been avoided and it came out in full force with full heat with both of us trying to validate our feelings and nothing was getting resolved. So where it is now is I had to take a deep breath and and, and I, I just sat there and I was like, okay, nothing's happening from this place and I'm not going to apologize for feeling what I'm feeling or feeling what I was feeling but I will apologize for how it came out. And then I just asked myself and I asked this other person, I said, how can we talk to each other so there's a resolution and that we both get heard? Because that's really all it is. When you have this need to be validated, you just want to be heard. So it was really hard to do in the moment, but I think it's really important to get clear about what you really need and what you were actually upset about. Because oftentimes, you know what happens is we become really angry and we pull out all of these reasons why we're so angry at this person. But then it really comes down to the root of it is we're not angry that they didn't load the dishwasher. We're not angry that they didn't say what we wanted them to say. We're not angry that, you know, they didn't do something that you wanted them to do. We might be angry at, because we're afraid of not being loved because we're not being heard by that person. So our feelings aren't being validated. We feel like we're not being heard. We begin to be, um, to feel angry, but that anger was actually just a fear of not being loved. Or maybe you're mad that something isn't getting done and you pull out all of the reasons why you are the only one who ever does this thing and how they don't do it and you give all of these timelines and dates as to when they didn't do something that you needed them to do but really you're not really upset at that you're upset that you're not feeling supported and that's why conversations need to be have to need to be spoken we need to get very clear about how we feel so that we can get to the root of the problem and we can feel it, heal it, and move on from it in as positive a way as we can. So if there's a conversation that you really feel needs to be had, step one is get very clear about what the root is. What are you actually feeling and what are you truly upset about? 
What are you truly upset about? What is that thing that will help you to get very clear about, well, this is exactly what I'm feeling. This is exactly what I feel when you do this. So when you do this, I feel this. Every time you do this, I feel this. It may not be what you, what, it may not be your perception of it, but this is how I'm feeling. So just get very clear about what the root is. Step two is go into the conversation with your intent, go into the conversation with your request, and ask for what you need to move forward. So basically you just say, this is what I need to no longer feel this way. And that is setting an intention for what you want. At the beginning of the conversation, you set that intention. What do you want? What is the outcome that you want? What is, how do you want to feel? How do you want the other person to feel? And is it a conversation that can have a resolution in one conversation? Because sometimes it's not. We can't solve the problem in one. Sometimes we have to make a commitment that we will solve it, and that we are willing to work the work, but things are not where they need to be yet. So it's going to mean a little bit of work, and more conversations. And I find what really helps with this is to make a list of everything you want to say. This is very similar to setting an intention because what happens is emotions often bubble up and being able to and being able to look at your list helps you stay on track and it helps you stay on point with the root of what you want out of the conversation and what you're really feeling. So you can talk about you you can talk about the in the moment topics and you can avoid getting defensive and bringing up things that happened five years ago in order to hurt the other person or to prove a point because you want to validate why you feel the way you want to feel and here are all the reasons why okay you want to be able to stay on track so having a list will help you focus your intention and it will help you to get the outcome or get closer to the outcome that you want so Step three is what we talked about at the beginning, which is don't be afraid of an argument. Don't be afraid of not saying something because you think the other person is going to flip their lid. Don't be afraid of not saying something because you feel like you're going to hurt their feelings. Don't be afraid of not saying something because it feels easier than having an argument. It's not easy. It's not easier not to talk about what you need or how you need to be supported or how that person's hurting you. It's not easy. You need to have these meaningful conversations. Otherwise, you can't grow together. You will do a very good job at growing apart. And the more you grow apart, the more disconnected you can, that you are and that you become, it becomes very difficult and a long process to heal it and reconnect it. So just remember, your feelings matter. But don't go into it expecting an argument. Go into it with the intent that you don't want to fight. You want to be heard. And if an argument starts, really try to just pause and say, no, I don't want to fight this out. I want to talk this out. And then step four, I'm still in it. So I'm going to have to let you know. I'm going to have to let you know what step four is. Because we, we had a very good conversation. We had a very good plan of action as to what we needed to do moving forward. But there's still emotions evolved, involved. And there's still this like distrust of whether or not um, 
we're going to be committed. Both both parties are going to be committed, if you will. So I don't know about step four yet. It could be um, continuing on with the conversations. It's definitely um, working the work of feeling the way I want to feel with regards to the situation and in this relationship. And it's definitely making sure that my values are being met and so are this other person's values. And it's definitely doing all of this with, this is the hardest part, is doing all of this without judgment. I'm still not 100% sure um, how I feel yet about um, not being judged. I do fe still feel a little judged, but I need to get through that because my feelings matter and I don't need to be a perfect little happy robot and it's okay to not always be okay. It's okay to not always be okay. So when it comes to relationships, whether it's a romantic or a friend or family, it's really important to give each other room to grow. And in order to do that, we have to get rid of the judgment and we need to meet each other where we're at. And we might both, each of us might be at a different place. So we need to be able to find a way to connect and come to that place together with love and without judgment. And that just means respecting each other. It means treating each other with respect. It means, it means listening to each other, um, figuring out how that person wants to be communicated to, figuring out what their feelings are. It means giving each other room to grow, giving each other room to change, and it also means not using the other person as your own verbal punching bag, if you will. So this is really important because what I want out of this in the end is I want this relationship to be stronger going forward. I want this to be something that we've gone through because we are changing and growing and evolving and we might be doing that at different paces. But if we can continue on with the conversations and the communication, we can do that together and we can be super strong together. And we can lean on each other while we do that and we can support each other. And I think that's really key in relationships is don't try to have the perfect relationship. Just show up. Communicate. Because we don't know what we don't know. I'm going to end with this. We are not mind readers. So communication really is key. You have to talk about everything you are going through if you need to grow through it, right? You don't have to talk about every single detail, but if you're not healing from it, if it's making you get caught up in the and take up permanent residence in Negativeville, you gotta be able to talk about it with someone because your hopes, your dreams, your goals, money, children, what you want from each other, like all of that stuff, even ask each other how you're doing, how you're showing up, how can I show up? It's really, really simple it's easier to communicate and make sure that things stay well than it is to communicate when things go off the tracks. So keep the communication lines open. And, and then 
if you say, I forgive you, mean it. And unless you mean it when you say, I forgive you, don't say it. Because if you say, I forgive you, and you haven't felt it yet, you haven't healed from it yet, and you don't really mean it, you're just saying it because you no longer want to be in the discomfort of what you're, of what you're going through, this creates a lack of trust and respect in a relationship. Your words become empty and your friend or your partner or your family member will start to hide everything from you knowing that the battle will be never ending. So when you accept an apology, it's over, it's done, it's kaput, okay? Don't bring it up again in another argument because you don't have any other ammunition to use. So for example, oh yeah, well you know, remember six months ago when you did this? If you didn't mean those words six months ago, continue to work with each other and communicate until you feel like it has been resolved and you can truly move on and forget. And you keep doing this until you get to a point where it's either you've grown and you've gone through it together and you're back to this really good, strong place of love, or if nothing's happening, if neither party is willing to work the work, it might be time to end that relationship. It might be time to let that friendship go. It might be time to have that conversation in that relationship that maybe your values don't align anymore and you're not on this you you're not going to take this journey together. Or maybe it's time to have this conversation with a family member and say, "I don't think we are ever going to be able to resolve this." So I need to set some healthy boundaries instead. And it's it really just all comes down to start with getting very clear about what your root is. What are you actually feeling and what are you truly upset about? And if you're struggling with this, I can tell you right now, talk to someone. If you can't get through to the root, if you can't figure out the root, talk it out. Because that's what I did and I talked it out and I just kept talking it out and I just kept feeling it and I just kept crying through it and I just kept like letting it all bubble over till I felt like I just couldn't take it anymore. My heart was going to explode. I couldn't take it anymore. And then I was like, oh my God, there's the root. Here's what I'm actually upset about. And that was that. I was feeling, and I still think I'm processing this, but I'll tell you what I was feeling. I was feeling unwanted. And that feeling of feeling unwanted was making me feel like I wasn't good enough. And that feeling of not feeling good enough was creating an emotional roller coaster because not feeling good enough is a massive trigger for me. And it created this emotional roller coaster. And, and then it, I became angry and I became frustrated and I couldn't process what I was feeling. And then it started to have a domino effect on the other relationships in my lives. And it was starting to have a domino effect on my health. And it was just it was just creating this whole domino effect. So there you have it. A much different um, Beat the Monday Blues post. But I really hope that served you because it came from a raw place of what I'm feeling right now. And what I want you to know is I'm back to having hope. I'm back to knowing that everything's going to be okay because everything is always okay. And as my friend says, God only gives you as much as he can handle or she. And if you need someone to talk to, reach out to me. I have dealt with many, many issues in my lifetime and I've worked 
on supporting many women in my life coaching practice. And I can tell you right now, some women leave my office thinking that they're going to need eight months worth of coaching. And after one session of just talking it out, they get to the root, they get clear, and they're able to move forward. And I never see them again. And then their life just turns around and they have a positive domino effect. Sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes it takes eight sessions, but you never know unless you reach out to someone. So if you need any help, I am here for you. I am holding space for you. I am supporting you and I'm sending you love because I'm here to tell you I've been there too. Even though I'm the contagiously positive girl, I have days where I say I'm not doing so well. And I've come to the place of to a really positive place in my life where I value saying it's okay to not always be okay. So as always, everyone, be happy, be healthy, and of course, be contagiously positive. If you liked this episode or any of the episodes in this podcast and you want to help someone else unleash their inner contagiously positive, please share, rate, review, and subscribe Let's work together to put beauty and positivity and health and happiness into the world.